Welcome to this presentation of Leadership in a Crisis. In this time of really unexpected and unknown challenges in the future, I just wanted to share some experiences I've had in the past in both my military and business life in how leaders should and can respond in a crisis. But of course, your challenge in a nutshell is essentially this. Deciding, first of all, where you want to go and what you need to be good at in order to get there. Now, you're running your business already, so you say, right, I've got that covered. Well, that's fine. But of course, we are living in difficult and uncertain times. And so it's worthwhile thinking about what you need to be good at in these changed circumstances. And then the, the real nub of the question is, why will our people want to go there with us? So you need a team and you need to take your team with you. And we'll be covering this in just a moment. And of course, what's the first step? Many people will look at it and say, well, I just don't know. There are too many unknowns. I just can't decide. I don't know which direction to go in, etc., etc." Well, there is a way to do it. And I'll try and help you in that regard. And of course, you need to stay on track. And we'll be covering that piece. So what have you actually got to do? Well, it's all to do with complex circumstances. But actually, the bottom piece of this slide, can you get your people to do what you want to do because they want to do it? I mean, my experience has shown that when there's a crisis, especially in my military times when bombs and bullets were flying around, people will keep their head down. And the same in business. If your business is totally threatened, there are lots of people who say, well, I'll just keep my head down. It'll all blow over and I'll be all right. Well, my strong, strong advice is that that is not a wise course of action. Your people need to want to do what you want to do. So what do you actually need? Well, could be considered to be trite, but you need the confidence to create the vision. And this is a new vision. This is not the vision you had in your business plan that you wrote last year. You also need to be able to inspire your people. Because these are difficult times. They're challenging and they're different for every single person in every single company. So inspiration is a key. And then you've got to find a way to motivate your people to deliver what you want to do. Now, you might well question, do I have the qualities of a leader? And you can go on the Internet and find all sorts of leadership experts who will tell you all sorts of things about the qualities of a leader. And here's a list uh, which I've used in the past. And whether it's courage or integrity or self-confidence, to me, the most important thing is the ability to communicate. And again, we'll come on to that in a moment. And I'll explain why I think that is probably the most important quality of a leader. I just want to digress a moment to talk about leadership and management, because management is about coping with complexity. It's a transactional business. We are living in chaotic times and you need to manage your affairs so that the transactions that you are planning are actually going to happen. But leadership is something different. Leadership's about coping with change. Because in these days, particularly in these days, businesses have got to change to survive. It's no use thinking that you can do today what you did yesterday and expect a different result tomorrow. That simply will not happen. So leadership is therefore transformational. Now, what exactly do I mean by that? Well, if you take this simple schematic, you need to look at the future environment. 
There are lots of things you don't know, but there are certainly lots of things you do know. You know your marketplace and you can use your experience to make sensible predictions about the future marketplace. And so you set a vision. Then you have to have innovative ideas. Innovation is the key to this. You cannot do the same today as you were doing before. So you need to look at what capabilities are required in this new situation that we find ourselves in. And from those capabilities, you develop a concept. I would suggest that the three key areas to focus on are people, finance, and marketing. By marketing, I mean promoting, and we'll come back because communication, of course, is a key point here. Then, of course, you need to experiment. It might not work. The number of plans that I've created and not put into effect the way I have written them is innumerable. But the point about planning is if you don't plan, you don't consider the left of arc, the right of arc, the scenarios that you might come into touch with or not. And you need to try it out. You need to test and then adjust. And the leader's got to be flexible enough to adjust. And then, of course, you need to put it into practice. You need to implement your new plan. And this is all to do with change. And of course, this is a circular arrangement. You might not change everything radically all the time because the great thing about a leader is knowing when to stay with the current plan and when to be bold enough to change it. It is actually just about change management. And if we face a situation now where I was talking about change management, nobody would be worried about it at all. But because it's a, a global pandemic and, and the outcome is hugely, hugely uncertain, everybody seems to think that it's all too difficult. I can't think about it. But now is the time to work at the change management piece with innovation uh, really up there um, in front. So how do you do this? Well, I believe in making everything as simple as possible because the simpler it is, the more likely it is to be successful. So you set your objectives. These are new objectives. These are different objectives. They're going to allow you to survive the next six months and come out hopefully stronger than when you went in. You need to make a plan for how to achieve them and write that plan down. If it doesn't exist on paper, in my book, it doesn't exist. And then your team needs to accomplish those objectives. Do you need to add to it? Do you need to subtract from it? Now's the time to make some very difficult decisions because people are the key to success. Money, quite often people uh, worry over much about, but it is definitely people that will lead you to success. And there must be a motivating working environment. Everybody's got to be part of the team going towards the same goal in the same direction. And of course, your job is to lead that team, inspire them through the innovative thinking that you've come up with so that every member gives their best. So what are the golden rules? Well, I have eight, really. You need to have the right people in the right jobs. And it might be that those people who were in jobs previously are not the right people to have in those particular jobs now. And that is a huge, huge issue in trying to get the right people in the right jobs. You do need to make sure that everybody counts. And you do this by being approachable and listening to what your staff have to offer. Never in any of my previous leadership uh, roles have I uh, thought that I know all the answers I absolutely don't and I listen to what the staff have to say what what the customers have to say what the suppliers have to say and I'm approachable 
And I would suggest you do the same. And then as a leader, you have to decide where real value can be added. Uh, the, the importance of, of recognizing that so that you don't interfere with people over much and you decide where real value can be added. I would argue that a stress-free atmosphere is a competitive advantage. I think that people work much better with a carrot uh, as, the, um, as the wings rather than under a big stick, which they're beaten with. And of course, you have to demonstrate self-confidence because if people don't believe you know what you're doing and you know where you're going and that you're gonna get there, then they don't have the confidence to do and give their best. And really allied to, to the real value point, know when to get involved and when to step back. But of course, the key thing is you have to take decisions. It's no use procrastinating. And if I've seen one thing that damages business more than anything else, it's procrastination and not making decisions. I said I would come back to communication because communication is absolutely essential. So the path to success is, in summary, Prepare, plan, and communicate internally and externally. And when you're motivating your people, developing your concept, updating it, you have to tell everybody about it again, internally and externally. And then, of course, you need to supervise what's going on, decide when you're going to get stuck in and change something. You need to have some metrics which give you. Uh, a, a way to evaluate your progress. And of course, you need the support mechanisms. And this is not just logistic support, it's communication support, it's moral support. Lots of people find that uh, mental health is a big issue in these times. They need support. And this all needs to be communicated. And again, this is a circular uh, process. So, to end up with be nice to people. You never know what your next challenge will be. Thank you for listening.